She says she can hear you. Okay. Uh, yeah, she. Okay. Bummer. Okay, we uh, just. I'll see her line go green if she gets it right, and um, then we can go from there. Um, thanks, Naomi. Just uh, let me know how you go. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, so tonight, everybody, we've got. Uh, I'm hoping to be able to get the second line working for Narina. She did such an incredible. I um, mean, an incredible talk on the weekend at the Super Regional that I wanted you all to hear it. But um, just so everyone knows, if you can make sure that your team uh, gets the new webinar link and registers for it, they'll only have to register for it now. They won't have to register again in the future, or maybe in 12 months they will, depending on how long the link lasts. Um, but um, the and, and so the, it, and that's just Australia dot the18247.com. So that's australia.the18247.com. Um, but tonight you get to hear from two incredible people. And uh, I was talking to Patsy uh, or Patricia in, the, in, in Brisbane when I was there on the weekend. And we're talking about such an important part of this business. And she was telling me, and I, I just commented to her on how wonderful she looks after me and still do whenever I stay with them, whenever I go and see them. You know, these, this couple is incredible. Um, you know, Phil is building, or Phil and Patsy are both building their Manitech business. Um, plus, Phil has a job that starts very, very early in the morning. But they never complain about having to look up, you know, about allowing me to stay in a bed in their home. They never complain about giving me a meal. They never complain about spending time or seeing me in an airport. They never complain. And I just said thank you for that. And then we got talking and I said, well, you know, in the Bible, you guys know I'm a Christian. This isn't a Bible bashing session or anything like that. But in the Bible, it talks about gifts. And one of those gifts is hospitality. And I really, and I, when she started talking about that, I wanted people to hear about the importance of looking after each other the importance of looking after your upline, looking after your team, and, and, and being a family. It doesn't mean that you do everything for them. It doesn't mean that you sell a house. It doesn't mean you let people move in with you and all that stuff. That's all we're talking about. It's just about respect and about what hospitality really is. And Narina, you're on. You did it. Good job. Thank you, Naomi. You are a champion for making that happen. Woohoo! And uh, you get to hear Narina talk at the other end as well. So, Patsy, I'm just going to unmute you here. Are you there, Patsy? Yes, I am. Great. I'm going to hand it over to you. And I just want to say thank you again just for the, the way you look after me. I never have to ask for a cup of tea. I never have to ask for any food. I never have to ask for anything. Um, you are always offering it. You know, if, if I stayed with you, I would, I'm sure I would weigh another 50 or 60 kilos. Um, because the food is always so plentiful, You're, you always bless me, and I love that you do that. And I know there's a reason behind you doing that, um, and that reason is you do care for people, but I know that also you love that we get to hang out, and you also, and I give what I can give to you as well. But anyway, I'm going to leave that to you. I'm going to mute myself because I'm taking notes as you talk, just so you know. I want to listen as well. So Thank you, all yours. 
Thank you for that, James. And um, thank you for the kind invitation. But above all, thank you for spending that time with us. Now, you didn't realize that when you asked me to share this, that I was going to use you as an example. Because primarily, you, by visiting us and offering to help us, you have offered, given us value. And that is basically what a lot of, um, how it is. If you, if you give value, you get value back. And the value you gave was to give up your time, travel five hours driving, and then spend that time with us to teach us and to share with us how to move forward. So James, you, you are the example for which enabled me to practice some of these things. Now, the first thing is, because I value you, I would go out of my way to make sure you're welcome. And that's where our hospitality comes in. Whether you're just calling in or whether you're going to spend time with us, hey, the best thing one could offer is a cup of tea or a glass of water. And during your stay is to ensure that you have adequate nutrition so that you can work harder for us. <laughs> so it's a two-way street here. The next thing I find that with your uh, actions, you know, the most important thing to me is that when someone comes into your home to do a presentation or to teach, and to make that introduction a powerful one. You know, some people sort of think, oh, yeah. But people will accept an introduction that is going to help them. It's going to make them sit and listen. So my introduction for you, James, would have been, hi, do meet James. He is an excellent friend, but also he is a team leader who is doing an awesome job and has already experienced success and that success is willing to teach us. So he is totally knowledgeable and I would encourage you all to sit and listen. So the introduction of you is important. Just as one would introduce a new associate. You know, giving them value for being present or, you know, everyone takes time to go places and that value through an introduction is great. Another thing, courtesy. You know, to say thank you and to also, you know, give credit where credit is due. And one of my favorite things after any event that has been valuable to me is I like to send a note to say thank you. And James, yours is on the way. But in saying thank you, people will say, well, I, I can send an email. That is great. But you know there's a lovely value in going to the mailbox and finding a note from someone just to say thank you, gratitude. And a lot of these behaviors will rub off. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it doesn't. But the value and, you know, people beginning to practice it even if they just ring up and say thank you. Because that is also a great time to give uh, whoever's done a presentation for you or your upline feedback. 
because we are all learning regardless of where we are we continue to learn so I love my favorite uh, note in fact believe it or not I keep purchasing some of Casey's cards and every now and then I'll send them out even if someone contacts me or someone restarts an automatic order it's just to let them know they are of value and we respect them for whether it's a small amount of thing, uh, activities they do or if they do nothing it is just great to to send out a note and um, acknowledge just acknowledge people for being people um, courtesies you know when we start to practice all of these things it's amazing how it comes back and I look forward to the time of being presidential that God willing I'll have a mailbox full of thank-you notes or funny notes it doesn't matter but you know it just makes you realize that you can be a valuable person and you are contributing to a community of people who value each other so I always look at my upline as as the best investment I could have and I want him to know that I appreciate him and I want him to know that maybe sometimes I'm a bit slow off the tack but I'm thankful that he is still up there still doing and we all know James he's unstoppable and the other thing about James is he considers all of us worthy to help to get us to the next level and I you know what he doesn't condemn when you're not doing anything he's just great so to me it's a win-win you value someone and in turn they you receive the value back you're polite and courteous to someone you will receive it back you edify people with, for their skills and one of the things that I really like promoting and encouraging and is to to value people who are learning and and trying to get to the next level or to improve themselves whether they're reading a book or listening to CDs I encourage I'm encouraged to know people like that and I like to tell them how much I appreciate what they're doing now whilst all doing all of this you are also setting the greatest example remember that saying don't tell me what to do but show me what you're doing it is very very true people prefer to watch what you're doing to see how consistent you are and in turn it's these qualities that people will grab and hold on to now by doing all of these great things and by the way I, I you know what one of my missions now with James when he comes to visit next I'm going to shoot make sure that there is no dairy in his food and that what I give him will be absolutely exciting and hopefully will not in any way affect his well-being so I'm learning and I'm looking forward to making those changes so overall by doing all
all of these activities, guess what you are indirectly doing? You're edifying. And that brings edification into everyday activities and actions. And it becomes easy because it's something generally we're doing day in, day out. Just to appreciate each human being, value them for who they are, and just get on with it. Thank you, James. Patsy, you're awesome. You know, I, I, I want to say, do you want to ask just a couple more questions? You, you, you know, you and Phil have, have just, when it comes to respect, when it comes to, uh, you know, that word that I guess in the English language doesn't get used very much, and that's edification, but really it's honouring one another. You know, one of the things you said to me the other day was that, um, you know, we, we do, and you said it on tonight too, we receive what we sow, we, we reap what we sow. Um, and you really are incredible. You are going to reap a harvest. So tell me, why do you do it? Like, why do, why do you go above and beyond? Is it a chore to you? Do you enjoy doing it? Well, James, in the beginning, um, it it wasn't a, a ha you know a, a habit. It wasn't something that you know I had to think about it. But one of the the, the greatest teachers um, for me was Andrew, because most people who have a challenge in life, they're often judged and often wrongly. So I learned, started to learn from there, but I know that with the type of business that we all have, um, most of the people who join us are volunteers, aren't they? So we have to yeah. be, we have to offer something of value for them to participate with us, don't you think? So it's something. Something I've, you know, I've really learned, and, and one of the things, you know, I love receiving notes. Just as I'm thankful you sent us that postcard from Tahiti, it made me feel important. So you're no, you, doing it. You and, you're, you and Phil are just great examples, and I love what you said there, is that it's nice to send a Facebook message or an email or even a phone call, but there's something special about a postcard or a letter in the mail and you every year you send me a Christmas card uh, you 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 send things that make me realize how wonderful you are and you know it's not just you I mean I, I have to you know I've got a beautiful text message from Crystal the other day you know saying I'm sending something in the mail to you because uh, it's my birthday just letting everyone know it's my birthday on Saturday you know um, gifts are warmly received I'm just joking <laughs> no, <laughs> Oh, no, no, I'm just joking. Um, you know, and, and and I just want to say thank you, Patsy. You know, I, I just hope that everyone can hear that this is that when you have the opportunity to look after your upline or your support line, your mentor, whoever, if they get, if you have the opportunity for them to come to your area, I would hope, and I, you know, that you would look after them as well as what Patsy has and Phil have always looked after me. Um, they are wonderful, gracious hosts. They um, work so well. They're powerful leaders. 
and they always make the time, uh, even though they're up at 5 o'clock nearly every morning, uh, they, they don't mind me telling you their age, they're in their 70s and, they're up and they've got their, their a son who they love, who they, ha who ha who ha they have to look after 24-7 and um, they, they never, it's never too difficult for them to, to look after me when I'm there and you know I, uh, I just can't wait to see them again. Patsy, thank you again. You, you are beautiful. Uh, you are in my heart, like part of our family even though you're physically not, but emotionally you're part of our family, and I thank you for everything that you've done, you've done for us. Um, May I one more, say one more thing? Sure. Th th thank you for the kudos. However, for everyone on this call, he is the easiest guest to have in the house. Easiest. Thank you, James. <laughs> you're wonderful. Thank you, Patsy. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Okay, now our last speaker. I want you to hear this lady um, uh, again. If you get the opportunity to have <coughs> look after your upline, or even just spend, you don't. I'm not saying. <coughs> excuse me, Sarah dear. Um, to that, like for instance, I don't stay at people's houses generally when I travel. I'm not, and, and reason for that is I like my own company when I'm when I travel. I like a hotel room to myself so I can walk around in my undies and eat my food and burp and fluff and all those sort of things. Uh, but Phil and Patsy, we've been friends for a very, very long time. It's not about allowing them. <laughs> um, uh, I really want to tell everyone that you just said that, but I won't. Sorry, someone just sent me a message. And anyway, um, the you know, it, it's not about opening up and allowing them to stay at your place. It's about saying, can I offer you a meal? Can I offer you a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, is there anything I can do for you? Because a lot of the time they travel hours upon hours of, um, away from their home and from their family. Uh, and so they're missing their family or they're missing their loved ones. So just be aware of that. Anyway, but tonight I want you to hear Narina. This lady went national director, not last VC, but the VC before. And she got to speak at our super regional on the weekend. And it was so inspiring that and uh, it was actually the talk I thought she would have given last week, but this was this, but she didn't. And I've asked her to give us this talk this week. So, Marina, are you there? Uh, yes, James. Awesome. Hey, would you mind sharing what you spoke about on the weekend? Because that was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Thank, thank you, James. Um, yeah. Can, I suppose the, the sound is quite clear because it's a bit different than the microphone. <laughs> Can you hear me clearly? Um, we absolutely I, we absolutely can. It's perfect. Okay. I just want um to acknowledge again um my upline Naomi Nivolson for um just the way she met with me and incredible leadership and support and um also for um just give credit to um James and Casey's wife. Um uh, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity, James. It's when I talk about, you know, um the dream, the struggle, the victory um, in in our business. Um, it really relates. It, it strikes a point in my heart because I love running. I I love you know pushing myself um, really really hard over over a marathon distance, which is um, 42.2 kilometer actually. Um, I put that 0.2 in just for that extra bit of oomph at the end, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so so for me. 
looking at, at my dream and then, you know, at the start of a marathon, you have a dream. You you want to finish that 42.2 kilometers in in the best shape. Okay, that's our dream. And also you, you, um, you are striving to earn a medal, which is the victory, the reward at the end. But from that starting line to the finish line is is a journey of um, of endurance. Okay, there's a lot of things that happen along that way, and I just want to take you um, with me through that that um, that struggle as well. Now, um, for me, my, my dream in building this business is to be able to to fly my parents or pick them up at the house in South Africa and actually take them to a race or a run where I run. And where they can be at the finish line. Okay, so that is a big, big um, dream for me. And, and this business is enabling me to do, to to reach for that dream. Um, in a marathon, we I I tend to break it down in three parts. So the first 10 to 12 kilometers is the easy bit, where you sort of just um, find your uncomfortable pace, and you really try not to um, be distracted by the pace of the other athletes around you. So um, at the start, they normally put us in starting blocks. So depending on your qualifying um, time for the race or your normal pace that you prefer to run, like if you're running four and a half minutes a kilometer or four minutes a kilometer. Um, but it's really important in that part that you only run your race, sort of have your blinkers on and not get pulled away by that fast ones at the beginning because what can happen is it can be a pace that you're not used to and you can end up just completely fatigued after 10, 12 kilometers and not being able to finish the race. And we don't want that. So the next bit, the next bit of a marathon is from the 12 kilometer mark to about the 30 kilometer mark. So if you've heard of marathons before, um, you will probably have heard if you've got marathon athletes in the family or you one yourself, that at the 30 kilometer mark, we, we call it the wall. <laughs> And and the reason for that is you actually find you find yourself at a spot where um, you're like your nose flat, you know, against this wall. Um, you're tired because your muscles obviously are starting to fatigue. There's some people who cramp terribly badly at this stage. Um, if you haven't um, used um, enough water along the way, you will probably by this stage be a bit dehydrated as well. And you've got to be really really strong in this middle bit to struggle. Um, there's several temptations. I um, I remember quite a few times that the ambulance, you know, it's very, I mean, it's very easy just to put your hand up and, and take the offer to jump in the ambulance because that's the easy way. That's, you know, you, you, you that's the easy way. You can take you straight to the finish, but you know what? That's very disappointing in a way um, because you didn't taste the victory. You didn't endure, you didn't suffer. <laughs> Now, um, in that 12 to 30 kilometer um, time, you you think back and you you go for your training. You think about the the cold mornings and the rain. Um, you think about the mornings you spend out there, um, sometimes three to four hours, training your body, making sure those legs can take three or four hours. And 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 I a lot of times when I in that especially down to that 30-kilometer mark, um, I try to visualize the road that I trained on at home and and putting me in that spot of where I trained and the sweat was rolling and it was hard. Because that reflection back to 
to the hard yakka you went through is what carries you through the final 12 kilometers. Um, that final 12 kilometers of a marathon is, um, there, there's no other experience, um, you know, this, it's so hard to explain in words. Um, because at that part of the race, there's a thing that draws you to the finish. Um, if you can push through 30, 31, 32 kilometers, what is 10 to go? Okay, so at that at that point of the race, if it's a really big marathon and we're running in a city, the supporters would normally be more along that last 10, uh, 8 kilometer stretch than all of them along the, the route. And um, these people clap hands, they don't even know you. Um, they tell you how good how good you look and you actually don't believe them at that stage. Um, some of them actually tell you there's um, a little bit less than but they're really, uh, um, the, you know, the real distance that's really less, uh, um, left in the race. Um, they also, with their comments, saying things like, you look great, you can do this. Only one more heel. <laughs> that can be a lie sometimes too, but <laughs> that's just part of the fall of marathons. Now, um, that last two, three kilometers, it's as if something draws you to the end, to that finish line. Um, you can hear the com commentator making comments and welcoming the athletes in. And you can also hear the crowd sort of in a rhythmic clap. And then you enter the stadium and you've got the last lap to go. So there can be about 400 meters, 600 meters left and you give everything you've got. And then there's the moment of victory when you finally cross that line and you can slow down. Some people just fall down flat. Can't believe they really did this. But that feeling um, that you know comes into your mind, into your heart, to that realize that I did this, I, I conquered this, I struggled through the pain, I struggled through discomfort, and to come out the other end, whether it's uh, gold or or bronze or silver, you've earned that medal and you can put it around your neck and be proud. Thank you very much. That was awesome being able to share that with you. Noreena, you're wonderful. I, you, you missed out. I, you, you, you're awesome. That's all I want to say. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find doing that on a phone instead of in front of the audience? You, you love being in front of the audience. I think. Exactly. I, I love. I loved um, Saturday much more <laughs> than this. <laughs> <laughs> I, why? why? What did you like? Because this is really interesting because the, the analogy I, that you brought today is perfect, is that there are three stages in a marathon. You know, the first stage is, oh, you're easy. The second stage is you want to die. And the third stage is the only thing that keeps you going is, uh, is your determination and belief that you've done enough. Yeah. Um, and, and now, have you found that to be true with your Manatech business as well? Yes, James. Um, I, I need to share, I, if you'll allow me, um, we went on holiday. That was shortly after I started in the business. Um, so in holiday, we were at um, Kulangata. And I, um, I, you know, we had basically that one day that I really wanted just to <laughs> meet my upline in person because I haven't met Naomi in person. And um, I also had the opportunity to meet you um, at Naomi's house in Kosaba, which is about I don't know. I'm not exactly sure about that distance, but it was a fair drive, and we basically offered up the day. Um, but um, I just want to say, if 
you know, for everybody on the webinar, I made a decision to commit myself to this to this business, and um, I mean, everybody takes that first step, and and that first step is a very important step. Um, I I just I, I know you know each one of of is different, but for me, I um, I really um, respect um, Naomi, my upline. I we talk to each other a lot, and I mean this can sound funny too, but Naomi knows of every <laughs> of every order that that's being established. You know, she we are very close. Like um, just it, it's important for me to close to her because she achieved so much already. You know, and 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 you all all, all our leaders um, they set the example, and it's just easy to follow you guys because you lead us with with passion and enthusiasm and. And I believe that um, if I want to achieve, you know, results in this business, I've got to just stay close to that that person that inspires me, and also find out what steps did that person take to achieve presidential or senior executive. It, that same steps is the ones I need to take. It's 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 the duplicating the easiness. I mean, the way you explained the compensation plans tonight, just with that few stick figures, it, it's a it's. It's something that all of us can do, but you've got to take the first step. And, and when you've made that, just commit yourself, train yourself. I mean, the value of the toms, the CDs, um, fill the daily tracker. That's all that I do. I, I still work a casual job. Um, I still train clients in the morning. I've got my own, own training. I've got, <laughs> you know, two kids, one daughter at uni. Um, I study as well. So there's, you can say there's a lot of excuses, but we can't let that type of things or even fear let us you know, stop us. Are you there? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you stopped really quickly. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Marina, thank you so much. The, the leadership yes. you bring, what you're doing with your team, I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to, to get up there and see you guys again. And thank you for being open to share again on tonight's webinar. You know, everyone, this is such a um, wonderful webinar tonight. Hopefully, please let everyone know that they need to re-register uh, for this webinar to get that out to your team. Take responsibility for that, everyone. The webinar link that everyone needs to re-register on is uh, australia.theateam247.com. So australia.theateam247.com. Narina, thank you. Patsy, thank you. You're both incredible. Uh, we're so blessed to have you as part of the team. Uh, look forward to everyone. Now I'm on the road again very shortly. Um, it's uh, getting hot out here, guys. Things are heating up. I hope you're, you're doing the same as me. Chase down the meetings. Wherever you can get a meeting, take it. If you can organize one in your team, go and do it. We don't wait anymore. We have the system. It works. It's time to show the world. God bless everyone. Have a great night. Bye.